0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Monday, everybody. But let's call it Main Event Monday. The dance started with 68. Now there's only two left for one to be great. It's your boy, OG. And as always, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. We came, we saw, only one thing to do. Hope that one shining moment is planned for you. Lose yourself. Let's get it. Let's dive right in. All right, like I said... We're going to start from here on out with Brittany Griner. News is she met with uh, members from the State Department again. Still no pictures or videos, you know, but she's been in communication with her family through her Russian attorney. Uh, Members of the WNBA have started talking. My question is, what took so long? Still no formal statement from the league. I'm still in boycott mode. I mean, all profits from her jersey sales and likeness, should go to her legal team. I mean, the the silence speaks volumes. I'm I'm not going to call people out because it's the whole league. Sleep on that. Yeah, I said it. You worried about your brand. You know, without players like Brittany Griner, you wouldn't have no brand. Hey, Candace Parker, what say you? Sue Bird, especially Donna Tarazi. She your sister, right? Act like it. It's ridiculous. All right, let's start with the games from Saturday. They had us up in arms. First, we had Kansas at Villanova. I mean, the fact that uh, Villanova stayed close for a while lets you know. If they were at full strength, it would have been more of a a ball game. I mean, but in the second half, the Jayhawks just imposed their will in all the important categories, and the route was on. I mean, Villanova was like simply just overmatched. Not enough firepower or grit. I mean, walk was more out with the torn Achilles. I mean, they didn't they didn't have that like go to guy, the tough tough guy, you know, to free up the point guard uh, for that three point shooting. Like I said, they did their best, but they fell short. And I mean, they didn't get run, ran out of the building, but close. Then we had UNC versus Duke. <laughs> this was more like the championship game, and it did not disappoint. I mean Duke tried to impose that were early. Carolina was kind of out of sorts, but you know, guard RJ RJ Davis kept the Tar Heels, kept the Tar Heels in it. Then there was the unknown Leaky Black. Imagine that. Leaky Black who I told to leave Carolina and never ever ever come back. You know, who's been dismal offensively, but he hit two big threes. I mean, who knew? The foul trouble on Williams stopped Duke from shutting down the the interior, and Baycock grabbed 20 boards, which spelled second chances for the heels. Then there was the awakening of Mr. Love. I said the lead guards would settle it. Mr. Roach didn't match his play from the previous games, but Mr. Love stabbed Duke right through the heart and closed him out at the line. Ball game. I will tip my cap to Coach K. He did stay out there and shake everybody's hand. But his players, all except uh Mr. Stone, didn't reciprocate that. And yeah, I'm a Carolina guy, but like I said, that would never happen for a Dean Smith team. And savages to say say Coach K was a good coach, but like I said, uh he made it all about him this year. He made it all about him. It wasn't about the kids this year. It was all about him. So, don't go away mad. Just go away. Anyway, we're going to talk about the championship game. First, we're going to start with the Kansas Jayhawks, a.k.a. the no-name guys I've been talking about all year. I mean, I told you they were one of the teams that could win it all, and here we are. When the Jayhawks are clicking on all cylinders, they're a problem for anybody. But they have lapses. I mean, this year, I'm sure they learn from that. That's why they're the favorite to win this game. Coach Bill Self, I mean, it's not his first rodeo. Already a national championship on his resume. His team will be ready, without a doubt. Villanova was shorthanded, and Baycott is gimpy for the Tar Heels. But best believe, the no-name guys are coming to win. Rock Chalk, Jayhawk. Then we got the Tar Heels. The North Carolina Tar Heels need no introduction for the tournament or the championship game. Blue Blood Basketball Institution, Tobacco Road's Finest. But still, people said they shouldn't be here. But they are. You know why? Because Carolina, they teach team, loyalty, sacrifice, and above all else, tradition. These guys, jailed late. Not your traditional Carolina team, but Carolina just the same. They still make me nervous. But in the last month, no moment has been too big. They have accepted the challenge, and hey, they made it to the championship game. Yes, I'm a homer. I bleed Carolina blue since 1979. Yes, I predate Jordan. But I can analyze them without bias because who knows them better than me? They have a chance. Almost too close to call, but if it's close, all you need is love. But let's be serious now. In the end, the tournament is about guard play. Which, Whichever tandem plays the best will win the game. It's plain and simple. It's as simple as that, boys and girls. Anyway, moving on to the NBA. Uh, Manuel Ginobili, Tim Hardaway get the call from the hall. Along with uh, Swin Cash and Lindsey Whalen from the women's side. Congratulations. I mean, Tim Hardaway should have been in. And Ginobili... He had, you know, I think he's getting in because of his international play. I mean, he had a great NBA career. He got three rings, but he, he, he didn't have a Hall of Fame career in the NBA. But like I said, internationally, he was the guy for a while. So, yeah, congratulations to those guys. And like I said, Tim Hardaway should have been in. Swing Cash was a no-brainer. Also, Lindsey Whalen. Okay. In the season, we got four games to go in the season. And the Easter Conference is still playing musical chairs. I mean, slots 7 through the seven through 10 are still up for grabs uh, as the Nets drop the 10. KD dropped 55, 55 Saturday, and loses. The Nets have had to overcome a lot this year with the Kyrie issue, but I don't know if they can overcome Steve Nash's coaching. It's going to be hard. It's going to be their biggest challenge because these rotations – Drawing, draw, Goran Drogic is washed up. Why are you taking minutes from Patty Mills to give to him? It's ridiculous. You got Blake Blake Griffin on on the bench, and when Drummond's not in there, you need to play him instead of Claxton. I mean, like I said, all you got to do is watch a game. He's good at, good at challenging calls, but that's about it. His X's and old suck, and his rotations are, oh, man. For, for a guy to be a two-time MVP, he I'm not saying he doesn't know the game, because it's obvious that he does know the game, but his coaching prowess sucks. That's all I'm saying. So the musical tales in the Eastern Conference, we're going to run them down real quick, just to know that you know who's on top, what's going on. We're going to do the same for the West. At the top of the East is The Heat. I mean, they're still basically the walking wounded. Jimmy Butler hasn't been uh, healthy all year. Now the coach has COVID, but they don't have to have to ditch any more games because the Nets are not in the eight spot right now. At the number two, we got the Celtics, the team nobody wants to play right now, and absolutely better than everyone thought. To tell you, I hate to tell you this. I hate to tell you this. I really do. Jason Tatum. Has figured it out. It's going to be scary. Then we got the Bucks. Still running in the shape. Giannis about to turn into the Greek freak. So they are going to be there when it matters. Just know that. Then you have the 76ers. Horrible chemistry right now. They have internal problems with the coach. With James Harden. James Harden is not who you think he is. And take that from somebody who lived in Houston when he played here. He's not who you think he is. And if they get bounced in the first round, it's going to be a problem. Because he's also a coach killer. He's also a coach. And I don't think Doc has that much leash anyway. So, I'm just saying. Then right after them, you have the Raptors who've moved up. Uh, they have everybody back now. Siakam is playing like they thought he would play. And it's all systems go. With uh, Van Fleet at the helm, they might do a little damage. Then we have the Chicago Bulls, 0-15 against the top teams. Now, they've dropped down to six. I mean, DeRozan needs some help. I mean, Lonzo's still on the shelf with the ankle or whatever the case may be. And like I said, Zach Levine is still wildly inconsistent. So I don't really see them making any noise. I mean, the story was good. DeRozan's comeback. But he's really going to have to put him on his back now if he can't get those two guys back in the fold with him. So I don't know how that's how that's going to go down. And then we have the Cavaliers, also struck by the uh, by the injury bug with Allen, a big part of what they do being out. Mobley seems like he's hit the rookie wall now, but, you know, either way, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be a tough out. And then you have right now you have Atlanta holding down the eighth spot. Right now, Ice Trey has the Hawks in contention after being pretty average all year. I mean, that's all you can ask for is a chance. And the way it was going uh, earlier this season, you didn't even think he was going to get that. But, hey, Ice trades back. He's got him at eight. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So, we'll see how that plays out. Now, we're going to take it to the West. Phoenix. They coasting right now. Making sure CP3 is healthy. I mean, D-Book is taking charge, and he looked good doing it. About time. They're making sure that even if CP3 has another one of his horrific injuries, That Book can handle it. Him and Cameron Payne. uh, Like I said. Phoenix is a complete team. Everybody knows their roles. So if CP3 is not there. Book can just step right in. Next. uh, We have the Grizzlies. This team is the team in the West. That nobody wants to play. Even without Ja. Listen to what I said. Even without Ja. They go 10 deep. And are unafraid. Let me say that again for you. They go 10 deep, and they are unafraid. Doesn't matter who's hurt. Doesn't matter who plays. They got Dylan Brooks back. He's that defensive stopper and the third scorer. They are the biggest threat to anybody in the West. People don't think so. Wait till the playoffs roll around. But trust me, they for real. And the scary part is, Ja ain't even back yet. We'll see. Then you have the Golden State Warriors. I mean, we had, they got chemistry problems. Point blank period. Who to play, who not to play. And Steph is out until the playoffs. Can Steve Kerr put it back together? Can he be the jigsaw man? Uh, We're going to see. But I mean, like they were playing rough before Steph even got hurt. Him being out and then just jumping back in. I don't think that's going to be good either. And too much clay. Clay's not gonna be Clay until probably sometime next year, fresh off of that injury. I mean, he's gonna have games where he, he's like the old Clay, and he's gonna have games like you should have set his ass down two quarters ago. So, good luck with that, Golden State. Then you have the Mavericks. Jason Kidd has put the battery in Lucas back. No more no more whining, just winning. They ship Porzingis out of town. I mean, he's free of whatever little beef they had. They played it off like it was all good. But he's out of town, and his play is going up. And he's doing everything he's supposed to do. I mean, he wasn't really in the MVP race because he he pouted most of the first half of the season. But the Mavericks are a problem right now. And then we're going to go to the Nuggets. No Murray, no Porter, no shot. I don't even know that why they gave Malone a contract extension. Like I said, some moves have to be made. They're talented, not as talented as two, three years ago, but they're not going to win as constructed right now. Jokers, I mean, like I said, he won the MVP and all that, but him putting the franchise on his back, it's not going to get them nothing but kicked out in the first round. You heard it here first. Then you have the Jazz, who who slipped a little bit, which is surprising to me because, like I said, I thought they'd be top four. Uh thought they were just sitting in the cut waiting to see who they were going to gonna take on, but uh, the inconsistent play lately by uh, Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rudy Gobert it hasn't been Rudy Gobert, so I don't know what really the problem is, or maybe they're just setting a trap for where they play in the first round. But I think the Jazz will be there in the end. Then we have the T-Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns has been a beast. And I I've been calling him soft for the last two years. Soft as ice cream in the summertime. But he has been beasting. Dunking on people, blocking charts, ex-Joker. Joker's still looking for that uh, the basketball that he blocked Saturday night. I mean, he's been unbelievable. I mean, with the, the, the loss he's had in his family and everything, I haven't felt right you know, calling the man soft. But, I mean, either he heard me or somebody whispered something in his ear because soft is not what he is right now. And they might be a little problem. I don't think they're going to make a run or anything like that. But with the young rookie, Edwards and Russell, they could be a problem if they if they, if they got on the roll. So we're going to see. And then finally, in the eighth spot in the West, is the Clippers. Ty Lue for coach of the year. Come on. No PG for half the season. No Kawhi. And they're still in the eighth spot. Come on. PG's back. Uh. Maybe he'll be playoff P. See what they can do. But, like I said, Ty Lue should definitely win uh, Coach of the Year. And that's it for the NBA. Moving on to the NFL. Not too much to report. Uh, Like I said, Cap was still out there. He went to the Michigan Pro Day. He threw the ball well. And, like I said, I thought Cap was of the mindset that it's over for him. But, you know, I mean, there's still hope. I'm not, you know throwing in the shades his way, but I just feel bad for him because they, they they took the game away from him in his prime and uh it's hard to get back. At thirty-four, I mean, even as a backup, but you can't tell me there's thirty-two quarterbacks in the league better than than Cap, especially uh backups. This guy took a team to the Super Bowl. Come on, man. It's ridiculous. Moving on. Frank Gore retired with the 49ers. He signed a one day contract. He's going to retire as a 49er, and five years when he's eligible, he's going to walk into the Fall Hall of Fame on his first ballot. Simple and plain. Uh, the Pats acquired Denver. I mean, uh, Devontae Parker from the Dolphins as a deep threat. That's a good pickup. The too bad Charlie techdown has no arm. I mean, the Dolphins also signed Xavier Howard to a new deal. 50 mil guaranteed. Most of the NFL history for uh, a cornerback. Well, until next year. And, uh, that's all I have for the NFL. But I got reports on the combine. The draft is coming up. I'm going to see which teams are lined up. Who's trying to get who. And what what the, I'm only going to do a board of probably about 20. So, I'm not going to get that deep into it. Because I'm probably going to do a board of about 20. Who's on the board or whatever. So, that's coming soon. Okay, now, uh. Moving on to boxing, uh, chatter, chatter out there right now. is a possible reschedule of the Spence-Ugas fight, uh, which would be tragic. That's coming up at April 16th. I'm really looking forward to that. But there's something uh, from the Spence camp saying they might want to reschedule, so I'll keep you uh, posted on that. Then you have Tank and Rolly fighting, both managed by uh, Mayweather Productions, TMT, The Money Team. And Tank is saying when his contract up, he really don't know where he's going to go. Because people are saying Flo is protecting him. And then maybe he just wants to step away. But uh, we'll see. Uh, the Tank and Roly fight. Tank should get him out of there in, in five or less. Uh, a, 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 a he's mechanical. Tank's got too much moving. He hits too hard. So I think he'll be out of there in about five. Now we have Crawford. Bud turns Crawford. Uh, he wants the, the winner of Uga Spence, but uh, Danny Swift Garcia has called him out and said they need to make that fight. He said he uh, he said uh, Crawford needs that tune-up. or And then Danny's trying to get back in the limelight after the beating he took from Spence. So, I mean, that would be a good fight, I think. But whether the heads come together, uh, that's another story. We'll see. Now, the Haney, Cambosas. Uh, It's pretty much the paperwork's been signed. I gave you all the specifics about it last show. But even if Devin wins, he's had to fight him again in a rematch in Australia. That just lets you know Cambosis knows his days are numbered. So if Haney has to walk through him twice, he's going to walk through him twice. 15 minutes is fleeting, and you're almost out of time, Cambosis. And lastly, golf. Tiger Woods said his master's availability will be a tea time decision so stay tuned personally uh him playing him saying that it's a tea time decision i don't think he would get the sponsors all fired up for nothing so Phil Knight, fuel up the jet (coughs) excuse me it's tiger tiger woods y'all but anyway that's all i have for uh that's all i have for uh this Monday. Uh, wait a minute! Did I not? Uh, did I not go over the females' basketball? That's my apologies. The women's finals: South Carolina versus UConn. And I told you, don't bet against Don Staley. Uh, the face of women's college basketball has shifted. Welcome to the new normal. The bigger schools are going to come come a calling. I i.e. bigger, like Baylor, maybe even your alma mater, Virginia. I'm just saying. But last night's game was dominated by South Carolina's point guard, Henderson, on the way to 28 points and game MVP. The player of the year, Boston, you know, she anchored the defense on the way to 17 points and 17 rebounds. Uh, but fudge for UConn with flu symptoms and buckers on lockdown by Henderson, Made for a long night for the Huskies. Gino, 11 0 in the finals. Not anymore. This is one of those torch passing moments, but you don't get the torch pass. You take it. And the Gamecocks took it tonight. Congrats to Dawn Staley and South Carolina. Uh, two championships for Dawn. Uh, she's in there. Uh, like I said, bye, Gino. As always, it's your boy OG. And I'm